Amen. If you got your Bibles this morning, turn them to Acts chapter number 8. Well, I'm honored to be here this morning. I'm really honored to stand here. And uh, I bless the Lord. We need God this morning. And uh, we don't have Him. We might as well go to the house. And uh, it'd be all a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal this morning if the Lord didn't help us this morning. We need Him. Let's pray. Lord, I thank You. God, for Your mercy this morning. God, thank You for Your grace. Thank You, God, for coming by and getting me out of hell, Lord. Thank You, God, for talking to me, God, and being my friend, Lord. Thank You, God, for these people in this place. God, I pray, God, You'd open Your Word to us for a little while. God, I pray we'd leave different, Lord. God, I pray, God, that You'd show us something this morning, God. We'll give You the glory. Bless the pastor, Lord. God, we love You in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts chapter number 8 this morning. I'm going to try not to be very long and uh, share with you what's on my heart. We'll read in verses number 4 and 5, and then we'll skip down to verse 26. It says, Therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. And it said, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ. Unto them. I don't know about y'all, but I'm hoping we can all get in one mind and one accord, get on the same page, lay aside our pride, lay aside our motives and our things we got we want to do, and go everywhere preaching the gospel, preaching the word. I don't want there to be a rock not turned over, brother David, for the gospel's sake. I want to go for the glory of God. I want me and my friends, and that's you tonight. I want us to get together and work for the same cause and go for the gospel. That's all that matters. Listen, our motives don't matter. What we need don't matter. What we want don't matter. God, fill us full of the Holy Ghost and let us go for the gospel and preach the Word everywhere. The Bible said they went everywhere and preached the Word. And I'm praying God lets me and my friends go everywhere. I'm praying we lock arms. I'm praying we get to go everywhere. I'm praying they the, they the soul don't get saved. I want them all to get saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's not a man, woman, boy, girl he won't save. There's not one too far gone. Thank God Jesus will save them all. I'm praying we can get together, lay aside our pride, lay aside our differences. I'm not talking about yoking up with somebody that ain't right either. I'm talking about our friends. I'm talking about get together and go everywhere. Preaching the Word. That's what they did. They got together and went everywhere. Boy, it would be good if we could get together, wouldn't it? Verse number 26, it said, The angel of the Lord spake unto Philip. We ought to pause right there and shout for about three days that God the Holy Ghost is still speaking to us. That He ain't cast us aside. He should have threw me away a long time ago. He should have cast me out. I ain't worthy for Him to talk to me. But I'm glad I got an altar I can go to. I'm glad I got a Bible He still speaks to me. I'm glad the Bible's still alive. I'm glad the Word of God still speaks to me. The angel of the Lord spake unto Philip. We ought to thank God that God is still speaking to us. He knows us. He knows how messed up we are. And if you, listen, you ought, you ought to know how messed up you are. But He really knows how messed up you are. And He still comes speak to you. We ought to shout. We ought to praise God. We ought to bless the name of Jesus. But He still speaks to us. Aren't you glad? You say, well, He hasn't been speaking to me. We ought to find out why. <laughs> you ought to find out why. 
You ought to find that way he ain't speaking to you. You ought to get that seed out of your life. You ought to get right with your neighbor. You ought to get right with your preacher. You ought to get right with your church. God ain't speaking to you. You ought to find out why. You ought to find out why. It said, he said, arise and go towards the south under the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And the Bible said he arose and went. <laughs> he did what God asked him to do. <laughs> Woo! He did what God asked him to do. God spoke to him and he did it, boy. We ought to get on board doing what God asked us to do. And the Bible said, Behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of Ethiopians, who had a charge of all her treasures, had come to Jerusalem for to worship. And was returning, sitting in his chariot, read Elias the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And the Bible says Philip ran. <laughs> we'll get back to that in a minute. But we, we drag in our feet when God tells us to do something. We better run. When the Holy Ghost comes by and shakes you to the core, you better run do what God asks you to do. You better lay aside your pride. You better lay aside your American dream. You better lay aside your friends. You better go do what God said. You better get a fire in your soul, a Bible in your head. You better run to do what God asks you to do. God help us. Bible said he run. I want to 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 go for God. I want to run. I want to run till I can't run no more. I want to run. I want to run. I want to run. I want to run. You want to run to Uganda. You want to run to Uganda. We better run. God help us. We better run. God help us. I want to run. When he speaks, I want to go. When he speaks, I want to go. I don't want sin to rule me. I don't want money to rule me. I don't want my family to rule me. I don't want my friends to rule me. I want to run. I want to run. God help us. God help us. I want to run. He said go. He ran. He ran. There was a sinner. And he ran. He ran. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turns out he did what God asked. And there was a sinner there that needed saving. Oh, God ain't telling you to go so you can feel good. He ain't telling you to go so you have more money. He ain't telling you to go so you can be popular. He's telling you to go because they're sinners. They're sinners. They're sinners. They're going to hell. We better run. We better run. God help us. God help us. God help us. God help us. us. There's sinners dropping off into hell by the droves. And we're worried about America. There's sinners dropping off into hell by the droves. We're worried about our banking hell. God help us. God help us. God help us. God help us. It ain't going to make no sense. God help us. He was in Samaria. They were having a revival. There was great joy in the city. God said, you got to go somewhere else. <laughs> he said, it's time to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. They thought he was crazy, didn't they? <laughs> they said, go. 
There was a sinner down there waiting. <laughs> oh! Hallelujah to God! Glory to God! Had a spirit-filled man of God. Full of the Holy Ghost. Philip was full of the Holy Ghost. Philip was full of God. Philip was full of the Word of God. And when he got where he was going, because God sent him, there was a sinner in the path. <laughs> you better go where God tells you to go. Them sinners are waiting on us. They're in the path. I mean, they took a spirit-filled preacher. They took a spirit-filled Christian to cross paths with this sinner. And that's something. And that's something. They said, Philip, it's a desert there. Philip, you'll die there. Philip ain't nothing there. He said, but there's a sinner there. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. Philip ran. I want to run. Did I mention he all want to run? I want to go for God. I don't want to wish I would have. I don't want to wish I'd have done what he said. I want to go for God. I don't want to get old Brother George and say, I think I missed it. I don't want to get old Brother Jordan and cry about missing it. I just want to go the first time. God help us. God help us. He went. That sinner was there. The Bible said Philip ran thither and heard him read the prophet Elias. and said, understand now what thou readest. And he said, how can I? <laughs> Except some man should guide me. We ought to stop right there and shout. There was a spirit-filled preacher come our way. We ought to thank God. Hey, it was an old dirt road. Old preacher man drove way off down and got my Uncle George out of hell. Hallelujah to God. You know who got me out of hell, don't you? It's my Uncle George. He come out and picked me up the morning I got saved. There's a preacher preaching. But there's a preacher for that was preaching to him. Thank God there was a man. You say you ought not lift up man. Bible said this man couldn't have got saved without a man. Oh yes. Oh yes. Thank God for the man. I'm glad there's a preacher still standing with a black, black King James Bible. Preacher, thus saith the Lord. Preacher, you keep preaching. Preacher, you keep preaching. Preacher, you keep preaching. He said, how can I accept some man should guide me? That's what's wrong with half of you. You won't get up under the authority of the man. You won't get up under the authority of the man. And you can't understand what's going on because you won't get under the man. God help us. God help us. He said he couldn't understand if the man hadn't told him. See, that's what's wrong with you. You got too much pride that admits you don't understand. That you don't know what's going on. Oh yeah. You need the man to tell you. And you got too much pride to ask the man. Somebody ought to help me right there. God help us to never get to a place where we say, I just don't understand. It's alright to say you don't know. It's alright to say you don't understand. It's alright to say I need to, I need counsel, I need help. God help us. God help us. God help us. It said, he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired that Philip would come up and sit with him in the place of the scripture, <laughs> which he read. Hallelujah. Glory. And he's led as a sheep to the slaughter, like a lamb dumb before his shears. So he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who shall declare his generation? And his life was taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, whom speakest the prophet of this? 
of himself or of some other man. I feel like shouting right there. I'm glad the preacher ain't preaching about himself. I'm glad that man wasn't lifting up himself. I'm glad that preacher wasn't preaching about himself. He wasn't worried about a selfie. He wasn't worried about numbers. He wasn't worried about Facebook. He was talking about the man. The man. Talking about the man. The man. Talking about the man. The man. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God that preacher I had wasn't a sissy. I'm glad he wasn't a money monger. I'm glad he wasn't a whoremonger. I'm glad he was telling me about the man. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it said, then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. I'm glad you can find him on every page. It don't matter Old Testament or New. He's there. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God. And suddenly they went on their way <laughs> and came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here's water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe. Hallelujah to God. I'm going to take a breath a second. Y'all shout. He believed. He got saved. Hallelujah to God. He said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And He commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch. And He baptized him. He got baptized. He got saved. He got saved first, by the way. <laughs> Thank God for Philip. I want to just give you a few short things about this eunuch this morning. I want to say a few things about him this morning. We're going to be done. I want to say number one, he got saved. Not number one, he got saved, but he is born again. <laughs> it was simple, by the way. <laughs> we've, we've muddied the waters on salvation so much. They come and believe and they get saved. God help us. The Holy Ghost. I'll get into that in just a second. Y'all know. Y'all know how to get saved. I ain't got to explain all that. <laughs> Might be somebody here that don't. I'm going to tell you this morning. Verse 27, it said, He arose and went. I still ain't got over about him going. <laughs> oh, I still ain't got over about him going. <laughs> oh, I still ain't got over about what was waiting on him when he got there. It said, and a man of Ethiopia, eunuch of great authority, under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had a charge of all her treasures, had come to Jerusalem for to worship. I want to say a few things about this. You know, I want to say number one, I want you to see a social status. The Bible said he was in charge of great authority of Candace, the queen, in charge of all her treasure. This man had a social status that was like no other. This man wasn't by himself, I don't believe, on this road. He probably had a bunch of chariots with him. This man had a social standing. If somebody seen him in society, they would say he's doing good. They would say this man's got it together. How come all the time we think just because somebody's got money, they got it together? Somebody help me right there. How come we think all the time 
just because somebody's the judge or they something or they something or they got some kind of authority in the community that they got it all together. By the way, that ain't who's supposed to be the leaders in the church. The ones supposed to be the leaders in the church, one full of the Holy Ghost. Somebody help me right there. Not the business man. They know how to do business. This ain't a business this morning. God help me. God help me. I'm trying to get through all this. But this man had, he had a social standing like no other. I want to say something to you. Your social standing won't save you. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. I don't care what kind of family name you got around here. I don't care how many followers you got. You being in a social standing of a high status will not save you. God help us. What's wrong with us? Just because they come to church on Sunday morning and put a little money in the plate, we think they're doing good. God help us. Your social standing won't save you. God help us. Number two, I left a lot right there. Just so you know, I left a lot there. It said number two, I want you to see number 35. 28, excuse me. It said they was returning, sitting in his chair, read Elias the prophet. Thank God he had a Bible. <laughs> Thank God somebody down in Jerusalem, they was doing a whole bunch of wacky stuff down there, and he was a part of it. But somehow, some way, with the providence of God, he got a Bible. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for the Bible. Thank God for the King James Bible. Thank God for the Scriptures this morning. And I will show you scriptural standing. He said, go near and join us. Philip ran. And he heard him read. Y'all remember that? He heard him read. God said, go join yourself. I'm glad Philip didn't get over there and say, I hear some religious things going on. He's all right. Y'all know how we like to soothe our conscience with our lost loved ones and our lost co-workers because they said something about Easter, John 3.16. We think they're saved. Somebody help me right there. I'm glad that wasn't enough to soothe old Philip's conscience. I'm glad he started asking questions. Hey, just because they say blessing and thanksgiving don't mean they're saved. God help us. Just because they got a Bible, just because they say something about going to church on the fourth Sunday, God help us don't mean they're saved. Everybody's got a little spiritual something they throw in when you say something about Jesus or say something about the cross or say something about church or when they find out you're a Christian. And he got close, Brother David, and he heard him. Most of us would have just... Ah, he's good. He's alright. I'm telling you that. Down here in the south? Yeah. Well, he's probably good. You know what? He even had a King James Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's probably okay. I hear him reading that Bible. Reading your Bible won't get you to heaven. I don't care if you read it cover to cover a thousand times. It won't get you to heaven this morning. God help us. We better be careful with our spiritual thermometers judging what somebody is. When God said, go join yourself, I don't care what they're doing. Go tell them and join yourself. God help us. You better follow the Holy Ghost instead of some goofy feeling, instead of some goofy something. God help us. You better follow the Word of God and the Holy Ghost. God help us. My feelings lead me wrong. Oh, my goodness gracious, alive. How about letting myself wrong a half a dozen times? God help us. The Holy Ghost and the Word of God will never lead you wrong. God help us. He heard him reading. But he said, you know what? I hear him reading the Bible, but God said join. 
He heard him. How many times have God let us hear some things that we, we tried to justify? Y'all know what I mean this morning. God done told you to witness that lost family member. And they done said something religious at the Christmas party. You ain't going to do it because you, you, you want to make yourself feel good about how, how they are because they said a little something spiritual. God help us. I'm talking about this Ethiopian man's spirit, uh, scriptural understanding. And he said, understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, how can I except some man should guide me? <clears throat> he said, the place of scripture he read and read. Verse 34, and the Enoch answered and said, I pray thee, who speakest thou, the prophet of himself or some other? I want to say something to you. You can know the Bible frontwards and backwards, and that won't get you to heaven. God help us. We, we got, we had a Christian school back where I'm from. Them little, them kids, they quote, Brother Jordan, he's a principal, actually. Brother Jordan, them kids get up there and they quote Hebrews. They quote John 3.16. They sing them songs about being saved. Half of them not even come to the knowledge of saving yet. And they know the scripture. I want to say something to you. Just because you know it. <laughs> exactly. Just because you know it don't mean you got it. There's a whole bunch of them told in the King James Bible. Straight to hell. Somebody help me right there. God help us. God help us. His, script, his scriptural understanding was he didn't understand. Number three, I want to show you a spiritual state. Verse number 35. Then Philip opened his mouth and began the same scripture. Preached Jesus. Preached unto him Jesus. And he went on their way and came into a certain water. And, and, and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? I don't have them say that to me. I need to get baptized. Most of the time when somebody's lost, I'm not trying to confuse anybody this morning, but lost people resort to religious things. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. They either want to join the church. They either want to get baptized. Which well, probably the Holy Ghost saying you need to be saved. Anybody with me this morning? That's what lost people resort to is the only spiritual thing they can think of at the time. My grandmother this. My, I was baptized. Anybody with me? That's what this man did. He didn't understand fully. By the way, I'm glad that he wasn't too prideful to say he didn't understand. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> he didn't understand fully. And he said, what doth hinder me to be baptized? The only thing he could think of that was spiritual is baptism. He had, I'll just get baptized. I'll be alright. <laughs> baptism won't get you to heaven. Baptism is not an essential salvation. You ought to say amen right there. It is a command. But it's not an essential. Somebody help me right there. His spiritual state was he needed to be saved. I want to show you a simple salvation. Verse number 37. He said, he said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he got saved. He got saved. <laughs> Thank God he got saved. I want to show you what this, I showed you how he got saved, and I showed you the points down to getting saved. I will give you three things very quickly, what this man did. It's not going to happen like this exactly for everybody, but I'll show you what happened to this man, how he got saved. And this, this part will happen to everybody. Number one, verse 29 said the Spirit, the Spirit told Philip to join. I'll say number one, there has to be a leading of the Spirit. There has to be a leading of the Spirit. 
If the Holy Ghost don't prick your heart, let you know your lost condition, let you know you need to be saved and draw you unto Him, there will be no salvation without the Holy Ghost. There had to be a leading of the Spirit. Verse 28, he didn't understand. Philip made him understand by teaching him the Scripture. There had to be a learning of the Scriptures. I'm not saying that there has to be a Bible present for you to be saved. Although I am saying somebody somewhere had to teach from the Bible to you and for you to understand to get saved. Is anybody with me? Somewhere along the way, somebody showed you in the Bible or showed somebody else and they told you there has to be a learning of the Scriptures in order to be saved. That's how we find out about salvation. It's through the Scriptures. We didn't get it from grandmother. We didn't get it from some goofy doctrine. We get our salvation doctrine from the Scriptures. In order to be saved, there has to be a learning of the Scriptures. And number three, there had to be a listening to the preaching. (laughs) And that's one I'm kind of telling you, it doesn't always have to be this way. But I'll say this, Philip preached Jesus, and this man took heed to it. (laughs) And that's how to work with us saved people too. God will feed our man of God a word. And we'll have to take heed to it in order to go forward what the Lord has us to do. This man, in order for him to be saved, he had to learn the Scriptures. There had to be a leading of the Spirit. And lastly, he had to take heed to the preaching. That's what the altar call is about. I worry about people that never come to the altar. I worry about them. Because they never take heed to the preaching. They never take heed to the Word of God. There had to be a listening. See, that's what happens to us. That's what happens to these little children. (laughs) They sit around, they listen. That's what this man did. (laughs) He shut his mouth and listened. God help us. That's a lot of our problems. Is that all right to say? (laughs) We don't hush long enough and listen. That's why we're so goofy half the time. Because we don't listen. God help us. This man took some time. and He listened to what to preach. Young people, you ought to listen to what the preacher saying. <laughs> I'm not, hey, I believe didn't listen to what the preacher was saying before I was doing the preaching. <laughs> you ought, you ought to, you ought to, you ought to write down them verses he preaches. You ought, you ought to write down them points. You ought to bring them to God and say, God, is this me? God, do I need to do this? God, do I need to do that? Y'all with me this morning? This man had to listen to the preaching. You know what he could have done? He could have said, you know what, Philip, you're wrong. Y'all had him tell you that before, hadn't you? But he listened to the preaching and got saved. (laughs) Whether you're saved or not, you ought to listen to the preaching. 